This is a homebrew podcast. Slay the Stars is a D&D actual play podcast you're looking for. A dark fairy tale cosmic fantasy. Now that's what I'm talking about. Listen in every other Tuesday at noon Eastern Standard Time on any major streaming platform. Slaythestars.com. Persomnia at Astra. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mythcraft, the podcast. Let's go around and introduce our adroit anarchists. Mal. Thistle Featherfoot, I really think I'm finally getting the hang of this adventuring thing. Andy. Kiris Mara, I would kick those candles into the hole again if I had the chance. Cody. Old man Harlow, I, I need a rest. <laughs> Roger. Lucian Delwery. Why do I keep getting so many pairs of gloves? Tanner. Friend, the golem. I think Petrie's growing a liking to this egg. And Nathan. Hail the god, critically lucky. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, everyone, just want to make sure that uh, to let you know to check out our new Kickstarter for Veil of the Eternal Night going on now at theeternalnight.com. So you can check out some of the new monsters, art, artifacts, and an amazing new tarot mechanic unique to this system created by Quasi-Real Publishing. That is theeternalnight.com. So when we last left off, our party had just finished battling the fearsome Anzu, a beast of lion, hound, and bird of prey. After many nat 20s, the beast fell with but a whimper. At that point, the party found a nest with a few large eggs and decided to relocate said eggs uh, to a bestiary or some other location in the future. And that is where we pick up today. And so as you all are, you know, picking up your eggs, doing whatever you're doing with them, you look over and you see that the miners are starting to kind of pick up their equipment and get back to their work. Uh, They definitely appear as though they are very dedicated to completing this tunnel uh, and trying to stay on schedule. And so uh, at that point, the dragon folk miner that was there walks over. Um, All right, so we really need to get this done. We have a few more hours work ahead of us. Uh, we would really appreciate it if you guys could just kind of keep an eye, watch our backs a little bit. Uh, you're all amazing and it would be very, very preferable if you could just make sure nothing sneaks up on us again. Uh, like like last time. Uh, that thing just flew down from the sky and we all ran. Um, except for one of us. Um, but we we need to get this done. We're, we're on a strict schedule. We have got to get this tunnel finished before uh, any potential incursion happens. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes smoothly moving forward. But just in case, can you just keep an eye out while we finish this? It's just going to be a few more hours and then we can head back to Yirisk. All right, sure. We can do that. Quick question. Yes. Did you not see the nest over there when we- you picked this spot to start? Well, we we saw with the bones. We saw something with bones. Uh, we did and you not just see said this is eggs. the great place to build the tunnel, the place with the bones. Right. It had time to start a family. Well, we didn't think what our thought process was. 
was that if there was some kind of creature there, then the Rashalonis would not want to come near it, and it would be hidden. And you just picked right, right next door. Look, I'm, I'm not saying that it was the best idea. Are there any other creature nests that you thought would be a good idea to have locally? Well, I did not think that that was an Anzu. I thought maybe it was like a giant eagle or something. Uh, that would have been fine. That would have been easy for us to, sure. to maybe uh, to shoo away uh, temporarily. Shoo you know, it's... away the giant eagle. Well, there's, there was if no... you thought you could do that, why would you think that Roshlan couldn't do that? Should they come this way? I... They hate eagles. <laughs> you see, he looks very confused at that question. Look, I did not pick the location. Uh, that would have been Ted and he's dead. So... <laughs> oh no, Ted is dead. Awfully convenient. Did he get eaten by the Anzu? Because I feel like that's just prophecy fulfilling. Yes, he was. He the one who did not run? Yes. Ted the stalwart? Well, he he tried to run, but he didn't make it very far. In fact, yeah, you don't I think run from those they just are his bones. Oh. Right there. Um, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. So, so again, you never really answered my question. Are there any other nests or places where you think creatures are going to be appropriately hidden and you could just shoo them away if they appeared? I have not seen any other nest. You are more than welcome to look around if you'd like to maybe uh, check on the security of the perimeter or whatever it is that you all do. Yeah, I don't trust dead Ted. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna get we're gonna finish this up, and then uh, after that we will be ready to go. Is there anything we can do to help? <clears throat> Is there anything we can do to help? <laughs> um, like I said, just kind of keep an eye out on th on things. Um. I think Brick over here is going to help us lug some of the, the larger stones out. Are any of you particularly, like, really strong? No. Old Man Harlow uh, is very strong. He's, like, leaning against a tree, <laughs> holding his back right now. <laughs> he looks like he needs a nap. Um, so... He's holding that tree up. Uh, impressive feat of strength, absolutely. He should probably keep holding that up. Uh, we don't want it to fall over. Uh, and yes, I mean the, the tree, not him, of course. Um, so we're going to keep working on this. Uh, if you see anything, just yell and we'll jump back down in the hole again. But all of my men are placing the dynamite now. Uh, so it's going to blow here shortly. And then after that, we just need to kind of take a, a quick peek around on the inside of any potential cave structures. And then at that point, we're ready to leave. Which end are you putting the dynamite end just so we don't happen to be over it? It's down in the hole. Uh, so if you're not going down in the hole, you're fine. Sure. Says the person about the giant eagle. Right. Uh, just so that I understand, you're uh, making this hole as a uh, potential place to wait out a siege. Should it come to that? Yes. And... So, I understand why you're on a tight uh, timetable then. You don't know what the Roshlani are up to. I understand that. You said potential cave structures. Do you expect to find any? Do you expect there to be more monsters or, or uh, treasure within the cave? Uh, I'm hoping not more monsters, but it happens sometimes. Which is why we're just going to do like a quick peek around and then run if anything might happen. Underground eagles. Aren't those called bats? It's a possibility. 
Hildegard, remember what we said about caves? <laughs> what, what did I say about caves, Lucian? Again, oh, the promise we made, no more going into and investigating caves alone. Oh, well, certainly no. That's why we're all here together. You just had that, you had that look in your eye. I just wanted to be clear. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, uh, lapse of, uh, memory. I won't go wandering off, though. At least not into any caves or anything. Certainly not alone. Oh, that's all, though. We can ask then. Which direction is Posh from here? Curious takes her newfound <laughs> dagger and just points in the direction that Posh is to the southeast, wow. southwest. Yeah, southwest. just just immediately like just holds up the uh, holds up this like cutlass and just immediately points in one direction and just knows immediately that is where Posh is. A friend is gonna like eyeball it. Uh, behind Kiris here and make sure his sign is pointing the right way <laughs> and then also start pointing the direction of Posh while we oh. wait for these guys to finish. Perfect. Kiris is going to take a look around, by the way, for any other mm-hmm. nests or things, just in case. Thistle is going to follow Kiris um, and awkwardly holding the egg out in front of him in the little <laughs> backpack on their front. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you guys kind of walk around, you hear a lot of like, all right, no, uh, go ahead and place it there. All right, uh, now we need to make sure that it's a good distance apart from the other one. And you just hear them kind of yelling orders uh, back and forth to each other as they begin to place the dynamite and start looking around. Uh, go ahead and give me whoever is surveying the area. Go ahead and give me just a, just say an awareness check. Can I do investigating since I'm specifically looking for... We can do investigating, that's fine. That's a 12. That's not great. Alrighty. I am bleeding out my nose, though, so... Ooh, I got a 19. Alright. And what is Thistle kind of looking for in general? Like, are you looking for anything in particular? Just kind of scanning the area? Kind of scanning, uh, keeping an eye out for danger, maybe just trying to impress Curious a little bit, just like keeping an eye out on what she might, what it looks like she might be looking for so that they can, I don't know, they're just trying to seem important. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Thistle kind of looks around and your ears kind of perk a little bit as you hear uh, what sounds like a pack of wolves kind of howling and, and chirping to each other. What it sounds like is not too, too far away but far enough that it doesn't seem like they're heading in a like heading in your direction but if you were to walk like further into the trees you would probably come across them cool are we so are i'm following curious are you walking more towards the trees or are you just doing like a perimeter probably just a perimeter cuz we're on a big okay. cliff um curious um i'm hearing something um a bit like Wolves? Possibly more than one. So, I don't know if we should report that back or just stay quiet over here. I learned my lesson the hard way. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, not shouting would be the first step. Yeah, I don't see too much. We'll just stick close by, go back, but keep, keep listening. If they sound like they're getting closer, we should head back so they don't eat another miner. Okay. Sounds good. Stay close by. Keep listening. Got it. No yelling. No yelling. Got that too. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Even on the way back. Don't get excited and just start running back and be like, (laughs) guys, there's wolves. Like, (laughs) Okay. 
Okay. Why are we whispering? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so at this point, you start, you hear one of the miners go, all right, everyone head back up. And they travel up the elevator and you see that all of the miners kind of head over further in this direction towards over by the nest. And uh, you see the dragon folk miner looks up, waves his hand to you and telling everyone to come over closer to him. And as everyone heads back over in that direction, then you see that one of them is holding what appears to be a string or a cord and flicks a light, lights it, and then kind of covers up his head as he yells, all right, it's going. And you see that it just starts burning down as you just hear, boom, as the ground shakes, the trees start to rattle. You hear birds and wolves and animals crying in the distance as they try to flee from this loud sound that just rang. And they all start to head back over to make sure that everything went the way it was supposed to. Is there any chance it took them an hour to set that up or are they more efficient than that? We'll say, we'll say about an hour. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Hildegard spent the entire time sitting quietly with her ears like keenly attuned and cast telepathic anchor directly above the shaft. Okay. And so remind me what that does again. Uh, it's an invocation that allows me to uh, later on, uh, I can uh, blind and deafen myself to open up my ears to this area. Awesome. Yeah, I can only have one at a time. So if I set this up in another area, then I lose this one. Perfect. Okay. She's so terrifying. Awesome. And awesome. <laughs> Does like a little cat eye open up on it? <laughs> uh, creatures that can uh, like sense magic, I believe can can sense that there's sense a like, cat eye that's yeah. <laughs> Lucian has allergies and begins to sneeze <laughs> someone should go look down in the pit and make sure they're not immediately eaten I'll do it sorry I'll do it alright so all of the miners walk over and they see uh, they check all of their work they see that it's you know pretty it looks good as to what they were trying to do and you see one carries down this ladder that feeds down into this hole into a cave and looks around. So, who wants to head down? Hildegard will glance over at Lucian. <laughs> well, as long as we go together, I don't see if there's a, that much harm. Just let us come with you this time. I thought the plan was they go in the cave and then they just run back out. When did this become us going in the cave? If you all want to, I mean, we wouldn't mind the support. Might as well have been like, if you're too chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see Brick looks up. New friend, are you coming? And begins to walk down the ladder. Oh, shit. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Brother beckons. Oh my God. Let me tell you a little about peer pressure. <laughs> A lesson. Watch your profanity. <laughs> We're golems. We get each other. He gets me. He gets me. If he jumped into a lake, would you jump into a lake? <laughs> if this egg would float, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the eggs, should we 
take them with us just in case it gets dangerous down there? Yes. Okay. I'm sure there will be no repercussions. <laughs> Would someone be able to carry it um, or hang on to it while I go down the ladder? I, I can't really use my hands. Kyrus will take it and put it in her second bag. Thank Walking you. Walking around with this giant egg, just like <laughs> the entire size of Thistle's torso. I've now just got one in each bag. All right. So, yeah, you guys head down into this cave uh, and you see that with the new opening up top, it is fairly lit in this area. Uh, you see that there is actually an underground river running along the top of this entrance. And then over towards the west end of the cave structure that you're in, you see that there is a tunnel that is leading away from this entrance. And I need Hildegard to give me an awareness check. Oh boy. <laughs> I have no idea what this is for. Is there any chance I could talk you into some kind of luck, say fortuity? Um, For this, we're going <laughs> to say, for the first roll, we're going to say no. Okay. For the first so, roll. <laughs> awareness, straight awareness. Back to the guys. Oh, we should just go back very up. Very nice. Um, <laughs> Hildegard immediately feels an extremely familiar presence. Mm -hmm. We talked about this. It's fine. Everything's right. fine. Her eyes don't go black again, do they? <laughs> it's been a while since I've, uh, I mean, since I've been in a large cave. I slept in kind of an overhang uh, about a week ago before I met friend. But this cave, it reminds me of the the one I found in my uh, childhood that I was telling you about, Lucian. Well, this 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 cave reminds you of that cave. Yes, it's a nice feeling. And would you do me a favor and define your interpretation of nice? I uh, I feel a familiar comfort that comes with uh, the safety of knowing that I'm out of the rain, away from the ferocious wolves, and um, know that I'll be provided for. Hildegard, as someone who has really made their living on wordsmithing and answering questions with roundabout ways of doing it, I'm so glad that you are my student. And he almost sheds a tear. <laughs> Not quite sure what you mean by that, but uh, I'm glad that you're my teacher. Well, you'll let us know if you feel that there's any, I don't know, entities attempting to contact you or you're feeling anything else coming over you and he looks like he's got like bugs crawling all over him as he's like <laughs> holding on to himself sure sure i mean nothing right now but when we were fighting the anzu something definitely did what huh yeah there was a, a voice inside me head just there for a minute it's like good job chipmunk that's what my parents used to call me and she'll get kind of a distant look he's <laughs> just gonna stare at lucian like what did you do i didn't Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> okay, um, well, everyone, um, uh, well, circle up, circle up, uh, Hildegard, right here in the center, sweetie. Um, please. <laughs> what are we doing? No, what, you said that you felt warm and comfortable and safe and familiar. We just want to add to that experience. I just want to keep an eye on you. That is all. All right. It's like she seems suspicious for a minute, and then she just shrugs <laughs> it off. What did you just say, Cody? This is a tattoo cave. <laughs> Type 2 cave. <laughs> Just kind of rocky and wet with a running stream over there. And a strange familiar entity that calls out Hildegard. Uh, anyone who is down here can give me a um, 
We're going to go ahead and say a nature check. Creepy check. If anyone has that. (laughs) Wow. An unnatural 20. 17 for friend. Perfect. Um, So Thistle, as you're down here, living in the forest, you can determine pretty quickly that this stream is very fresh, clean water. Um, This would be good drinking water. So having access to it in an emergency tunnel is a very good thing. Uh, This is something where you can easily grab a drink, wash off any wounds, anything like that. And this is clean. I'm going to say with that dirty 20 as well, too, that the mushrooms that you see kind of cropping up along the corners of this cave wall, they do not appear to be natural. Okay. It's, It's not something that you have seen here or in the forest before. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, Great. <laughs> this cave rocks. <laughs> this is going to run to the stream and just start uh, scooping water into their mouth and drinking it. You're like, guys, there's clean water over here. If you're thirsty, you need to wash. It's perfect. It is delicious cave spring water. I'm not going to lie. After just learning there's some creepy thing in this cave, I'm not going to trust the water. Just pull out my water skin. <laughs> Thistle said it's clean. You trust Thistle, right? It's like stale and stagnant water that you've been carrying for like two days. Yeah, oh. there she there she goes. It smells of backwash. <laughs> oh, Kitties, come on. It's so safe. I've lived in the forest all my life. I know how to recognize a clean body of water. It's very safe. I believe that. I also believe that there are entities out there that can make you believe that. So I'm not an I entity, will... I'm a squirrel. Stick. Yes, there are other entities that can make the squirrel believe that. Oh. Well, it tastes fine to me, so I'm going to drink it. Hildegard, does the entity reside in this cave or all caves? Uh, that's something I don't know. I don't really know the entity's name. Just spoken a few times. Once, few times. once today. Yeah, I have it once today and once uh, in the cave. And I, uh, I don't know when else. Train of thought fizzles. <laughs> Like visibly, Kira just like, points and goes, "See, see," and takes another <laughs> sip from her water skin. I think I feel I think like Lucian I'm missing something over there. Lucian like pantomimes trying to catch your thought and cramming it back <laughs> into your head so you finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah, what'd you make? Yeah. <laughs> Holy Wait, Harlow, where, where are you going? Is that good? Harlow's just Space walking away. <laughs> Put himself in a corner. <laughs> There's like a space over here. It's hollow shaped. Does it look like someone could crawl through it? So that passageway is wide enough where you can all fit in fairly comfortably, except maybe friend. He might be a little crammed, but uh, everyone else could probably if you turn sideways and kind of walk through you'll be able to get through without really touching the walls necessarily uh i would say that probably thistle and thistle wouldn't even really have to turn sideways uh they could just kind of walk through it but uh everyone else you know if you kind of scooch in sideways you could it's not going to be uncomfortable navigating your way through friend might be a little a little big you can squeeze a friend is busy 
filling in the me in the water with what's been going on and <laughs> where he got the egg as he stares into the, the clean water. Hildegard clocks this and she's just like, I can't tell him. I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> she just goes back to <laughs> drinking some water. Now, the water I'm familiar with, but these mushrooms, I can't say I've ever seen anything like them before and I'm not sure how that makes me feel. Can I sniff them and see if I can... Or the safe way to investigate mushrooms to see if there's anything else I can glean from what they are. Like point, Pierce has not left yeah. the goddamn ladder because she's just like, I'm out. Um, let's see. I will let you make a. Mm-hmm. Last of Us started with mushrooms. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this one turns into a zombie. <laughs> Well, if there's a possibility you... I've discovered a new species. <laughs> so I will say that here, there is probably not much that you'd be able to do uh, in terms of investigating it. However, if you wanted to try to safely remove it, I would let you give me a foraging check. Cool. I would like to try to safely remove it. <sighs> I'm going to say the DC for this is going to be an 18. Well, now I'm scared. No, you roll he natural 20s like it's your yeah. job. Yeah. No, that's yeah. right, that's right. You've got a this good modifier for This be the one time I roll a one. <laughs> that's bad juju, don't say that. Okay. Yeah, right, I know, right? I, I'm just I'll waiting for it now. It'll be fine, it'll be fine. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no! How? So, um, that's another natural 20. <laughs> Total of 25. <laughs> I Never mind. This will, that will fine. <laughs> this will goes first in every mission. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so Thistle's able to pretty expertly uh, take their dagger and just kind of not really cut the mushroom, but just kind of cut the roots around it in the ground and is able to get it removed without causing any kind of damage to the mushroom or anything like that. And I will say that on a natural 20... As you pick it up, you feel that the hair on your neck and back raise, like your hackles raise, just for a brief moment. And then the feeling goes away. Awesome. And the war is over. (laughs) (laughs) Got real fluffy for a second. (laughs) Just so you gained an extra life. It was, uh, so it was very similar to like whenever an animal is like in danger or scared Mm -hmm. and their hackles raise and they, they are trying to, you know, make themselves look intimidating. That's what it felt like. It was just involuntary, uh, and not really something that a Kleppen, that a scroll Kleppen would have really done too much in their life, but it's, it was that sensation of just like, just real quick. And then it went away. Interesting. Interesting. So I'm going to. Put that in my bag. Okay. Save it for later. Perfect. All right. So you now have, uh, you can add in your inventory, a brightly colored blue mushroom. Nice. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Kiddus trust nothing. <laughs> Periodically during this time, anyone who is keeping a close eye on Hildegard, and I know there are people that are doing that, would see that sometimes when she blinks and uh, opens her eyes again, they're just blank white. <laughs> and then when she blinks again, they're back to normal. And uh, you may not, like, observers probably wouldn't know this, but just uh, MC knows she's just checking on anything um, audible from up above. 
Perfect. I figured that was why you dropped the anchor, but... Yep. Awesome. All right. Hollow, are you going down the the one-man tube cave? Well, I was just checking for invisible walls, and I don't see any. In- invisible? Why would there be an invisible wall in the cave? Our uh, dragonfolk friend just left there. Should we be worried about that? Where are you? Yeah, the dragonfolk walked down the tunnel. We went down the hollow tunnel. The hollow hole. Hey, listen <laughs> for screams. I like that. <laughs> I'll only agree if this entire cave can be called that. The Harlow Hole? (laughs) (laughs) I quite like that. It has a nice ring to it. We'll talk about it with the queen. (laughs) Kiri's just going to go look look down the hole for this man to probably be eaten by something. These weird, like, glowing things next to Harlow, those aren't anything special, are they? They're like weird rainbow-y... Those are mushrooms. Yeah. Oh. Delicious. Dude. (laughs) We've already had one... Please. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Chaos. I'll point them out to Thistle. Hildegard would try to solidly stay in the middle of the group if we're heading down here. Oh, I'm not going first. I'm just looking. Oh. I'll go There's first. some crazy rainbow mushrooms over there. You go first. You go first. <laughs> Thistle goes first. What does Thistle see? Just, just a long tunnel. It is. It gets darker as you progress through. Is now um, probably not the best time to say I might be a little bit afraid of the dark. How is the light situation down here? Uh, the area where you're in right now is illuminated. As you progress through this tunnel, it gets darker. Not the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> it is not illuminated. <laughs> Why'd you have to say it like that, though? Suddenly a symbol appears. <laughs> if it does appear to be getting darker after hearing... Um, Thistle mentioned that they're a little bit afraid of the dark. Uh, don't worry, I'll light things up. And from the stru- just the structure of friend, small like cyan fireflies will start to um, kick up and fly towards Thistle. And I will um, use glimmer uh, to to cast dim light uh, up to a twenty foot radius. Oh, I love amazing. fireflies. They look just like stars. I've never seen them this color before. Thank you, friend. Uh, of course. So, friend is illuminated in a 20-foot radius? 20-foot radius. Okay. Hmm, I think Hildegard is going to go ahead and cast Night Eye on herself again, so her eyes glow more golden, and she gains 60 feet of dark vision. Perfect. That's 5 SP. I mean, I was just going to light a torch, but sure. Well, I mean, you can still do that. I didn't... Fireflies. She's, she's <laughs> impulsive. She would do that anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nope, nope. I'll save my torch. So Hildegard has uh, dark vision and friend is illuminated. So this spell says, may change the radius of the light without recasting the champ by spending one AP. Is that for when I get to higher tiers? And because the radius does increase at higher tiers and I can choose to go higher or lower for so. XYZ reason? Okay. Yeah, I don't have it pulled up right now, but I think that's correct. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, because it's 20 foot and then, like, tier 2, you get plus 10 feet. Uh, you can do up to 20 feet, so if you only want to do 5 or 10 feet, you can. And nah, so, let's light this, yeah. Let's light this bad boy up. <laughs> Actually, a disco ball. Friend said to me do a disco ball. <laughs> Dim light. Perfect. Okay. All right. There you are. So, 
what you want to do. After you all. How confident is friend, as everybody starts to creep through, how confident is friend that uh, they can get through? Friend, you go ahead of me. I'll just push if you could stop. (laughs) (laughs) There might be some areas where you may need someone to, like, push or kind of tug on you a little (laughs) bit, but otherwise you're you're pretty okay. Okay. Thistle, as you round this corner, you see that there is another opening. There's another opening. (laughs) Hmm. Should I go in? Pierce is going to shout back to Brick. Brick, just watch the ladder. Okay. Uh, Harlow, you walk out and you see that there is a uh, kind of a hole in the ground with a large stone that appears as though it's been moved off of the hole and that it is filled with water, but this is not clear and clean water. It is a dark, dull, muddy brown. Got another big hole over here. <laughs> so this is water that we should not be drinking, just in case anyone wanted to try. Gross. Are there actually bones in this chamber? I see bones. There's <laughs> not. This was <laughs> okay. <laughs> this this was a map that I, did, I used before, and yeah, there is not. Um, I see bones. bones. There. <laughs> dead, dead people. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't shouldn't our dragon friend be here? Oh, yeah, he did go first. He must have went deeper into the hole. Or he's swimming in the gross water. He probably already got eaten. Oh, I hope not. Friend is going to look in the gross water. Is there a reflection? Uh, There is not, no. It is very, very dark and very dull and grimy. Unfortunately. Uh, You do find another path towards the south of this uh, opening, though. Kyrus is going to throw a rock in the hole. Okay. Just to make sure nothing is in there and gets angry. Um, it bloops in, and you do not see the rock. It seems to have sunk down. Good. Good. Lucian didn't there know you were going to do that. Let's out a squee. <laughs> <laughs> bloops and squeeze. Drop a bigger rock. What do you mean, drop a bigger rock? I don't know. Find a bigger rock. We're in a cave. She's going to look for a bigger rock. And if she finds one, she's going to drop it just for Harlow's amusement. Uh, yeah, you drop it and it just boom down inside. Uh, and again, nothing else happens. Was there any bigger rocks? <laughs> I think the next biggest rock is friend and we're not going <laughs> to put friend in. The I hole. can jump in if you'd like. No. No, no. What about this okay. oddly lid-sized rock? Is that not suspicious? <laughs> Is there an oddly lid-sized rock that's there? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a fairly large stone that <laughs> looks like it's been removed from the cover of this uh, hole in the ground. This water. I don't. I don't think I can lift that. I've got a crowbar. Maybe if we all push it together. Why? Because well, teamwork I'm, makes the dream work, I imagine. No, no, not why work together. Why are we focused on putting this big rock into... I don't know, it seemed important to Lucian. Why is it called a crowbar? I just calls him as a museum. I like to be prepared. All are in favor pushing of pushing the rock, say bro- I. I. I'm pretty indifferent. Well, I guess I'm alone. <laughs> All right. If you guys want to, then we can set a difficulty class, everyone roll, and we'll take the mean of the values. 
You know, let's just do it because it's going to be funny with everybody with negative strength. <laughs> <laughs> so... With all our negatives combined. I just want, I want to see how this works out. Team building just exercise. you young folk do it. Six negatives makes a positive. Ew, hollow, with you all of our negatives room. combined together, we make weak. Um, okay, <laughs> so we're going to say that this is going to be a, with the size of the rock... So we're going to reduce that by we're going to reduce that by it's one for each of you. So this is going to be a DC 14 strength. Everyone roll strength. We'll add them together, divide it, and figure out what the mean is. Oh God! My God! It's a net 20, by the way. Uh, <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> I got a 14. Okay, so six, 14, 10. Can I can I use intuition on myself? And give myself a D4. You actually do not need to, because even not accounting the nat 20 in there, that's a 13. But with the nat 20, that added an extra three to it. So that would have been 13 or 16. Sorry. Uh, okay. 17. So no, yeah, you guys, you guys get it. <laughs> so, so you guys get it. You push the rock back over the hole and... We will say that as you do so, Hildegard, Huzzah. give give <laughs> me a. Uh, I'm gonna have to punch a kid. We're gonna say that this one is also an awareness check. Okay. I feel like every time I try to do something to build this group, it ends up making Hildegard <laughs> go deeper into. Well, that's a two. <laughs> Hildegard doesn't actually rec- realize any, like, doesn't perceive anything. Um, it just, it got a little quiet for a second, but otherwise, yeah. Are we satisfied? Our team rocks. We, we, <laughs> our team. <sighs> All right, I'm walking on. <laughs> After that, we're just continuing. How long do we go before we assume our friend is just dead? I'm okay. right there. No, not <laughs> friend, the dragon folk. Uh, as you guys do travel along this new path towards the south, you do see that it is um, very awkwardly winding. I just wanted to go through that part real quick before because everyone just started running ahead. So I was just like, all right, well, that's, you that's see the that answer. I was the answer goodbye. I was given is we're just going. And- <laughs> it's, okay. It starts twisting and turning. Uh, this definitely does not seem like a natural tunnel formation this is like erosion over time has formed this uh tunnel that you're traveling in okay all right that hollow where where are we at in the seasons are we in like you know high rainy season or are we in like low (laughs) water season oh god the tide (laughs) you are roughly about we're gonna say uh what i put down is that it's about a month until harvest so you're you're heading into fall territory right now. Okay. So not quite rainy season. Lower water tables, no flash yeah. floods coming through the caves. Got it. <laughs> you said erosion, and it concerned me. <laughs> That's a really good question, though. I, oh. I'm glad that I had something prepared for that. Um, mountainous erosion. Yeah, mountainous erosion. This starts to curve around, and Thistle, you start to hear water. You guys, there's more water over here. Do we know that man's name? Should we be, like, shouting it? Uh, he didn't actually disclose his name. 
Is anybody else getting creepy vibes from this? Uh, he just walked uh, into the dark. Two and... paths. I am nope. confused why he walked off on his own. We were told not to do that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he very quietly disappeared too. Thistle, as you walk around this corner, you see that this is just a straight cylindrical tunnel that goes straight down that is filled with water. I found a pit. Is there a miner at the bottom of it? Oh no, I hope he didn't fall into the pit. It's just water down there. Oh. Is the water level with the uh, ground here, or is it like you have to uh, jump down to it? It's about a foot lower. Okay. Easy enough to climb back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's roughly about a foot between the uh, the top of the water level and the ledge. But like I said, this is a perfectly cylindrical hole leading straight down. How high up does it go? Yeah, how deep? Uh, high up? Uh, it goes up roughly about another, we'll say five feet uh, above where you are, uh, and then stops. So it's perfectly cylindrical from the ceiling of the cave straight down, and you have no idea how far down. Hmm. And no branches off up above? Nope. Huh. I don't think nature is responsible for this. I agree. This looks distinctly unnatural. And yet you trust the water. Well, the natural flowing stream, yes. This water, I'm not really sure. Hildegard, now is time for your luck check. <laughs> Hildegard, don't pick oh. up. <laughs> don't don't answer the call. I'm just going to stay back here at the cave. At a fortuity, we, we will allow fortuity, yes. 18. 18. All right. So plus 12. you... Seriously, plus 12. Rolled a... Natural six for an 18. (laughs) You feel a strange sensation of wanting to go down into this pit. Oh, I do. I do feel a strange sensation. (laughs) It is. It's strong. I'll Um, do it. No, no, no. Hildegard, no. No. Into the water? Yeah. Did I just see a splash? Cat loves water. <laughs> we lost one. I had nothing to do with it. I told her not to do it. Okay, so what we're going to do something strange here. <laughs> I need everyone to roll initiative. I hate this. No! <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Ah. Uh, Dang it. Okay. Three fives. <laughs> fine. Oh, I, I should have clicked the initiative thing. That's fine. I can fix it. I just feel like it's bad luck if I... If I don't roll initiative for initiative, you know? So my initiative would be a 15 after adding my awareness. Okay. Mine is a seven. Mm. Okay, so Kiddus is what? 15. 15. Uh, Harlow is what? Uh, it should be uh, 13. Okay. Uh, did Hildegard add anything? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, friend add anything? Uh, that's it. Just a, a very stout five. Yeah, uh, Lucian's a five and Thistle. Do you add anything to? Do you have any uh, words? Plus to... two. Plus two. Okay. Like so. What you guys are thinking is five candles on a cake, but it's actually one of those candles. It's the number five, so it's a very strong <laughs> five. Okay, so we are going to, at the beginning of your turn, give me a skill that you would like to roll to determine what is happening right now. Okay. Then you will be able to take your actions as normal on your turn using your action points to try to resolve whatever is about to happen. Great. One full round of this, and then on initiative 20, 
something is going to happen. I hate that for us. So first is going to be Kittis. Uh, I'm just going to roll investigating to figure out what the hell just happened because I can't see. Go ahead. <laughs> I see Lucia and that's it. That's you an 18. frantic. <laughs> Real quick, we are going to ask first, did Thistle do anything when Hildegard jumped in the water? Thistle would have tried to like block off the, the entrance as best as they could, but they're also very small. Did you say anything? I said, no, don't, I think. No. I'm convinced. So Kittis would have heard, no, don't, and then splash. Yeah, great. What a story. What a story. Um, and so then I, I, it, I very so adamantly said I didn't do it. It's not my fault. I told her not to. <laughs> Two sentence horror stories. Um, oh. So now I can take my turn with my 4AB? Yes. Okay. So Kiris will run up, look at Lucian. What the fuck? Go up to the hall and just oh, I can't there. I don't where's the hall? Behold the hole. Uh, and look Carlos d- down in it. <laughs> you see Hildegard is like jumping into the water. So this is all in like that kind of bullet time type thing. Hildegard's feet are hitting the water right now. As you're running forward, hearing no, don't, you hear the beginning of a splash as you round the corner and you see Hildegard up to a little above her ankles in this water, jumping in. Great. The droplets are spraying out in slow motion. Yep. <laughs> um, is there some kind of, since I know there's some wonky shit going on, um, is there some kind of role I could make to figure out if Hildegard is doing this because like she's been charmed to do it or doing this of her own volition I am going to say that hmm, good question we are going to say we're going to say either it's going to be an awareness check intuiting or I'd say perceiving or intuiting either one of those I don't have would be fine. so it would just be flat awareness yeah uh, or if you have Arcana, you can try to get an Arcana check. No. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. Nine. It it doesn't she just seem like in. it's a charm. You're not able to see that this is a charm or anything like that. Um, it's just weird. It's this little girl would jump into this water. Weird. Great. Fuck, what do you even do? Uh, I think Karis is just going to stand there and yell. <laughs> Hold her to you. Hildegard, what what do you do? Why are you in the hole? Why are you in the water? Why are you... We just, we just discussed the bad war. And she's just, like, frantically talking to herself uh, while also lecturing at Hildegard. Uh, and I will just hold my 2AP and see what happens. <laughs> awesome. Harlow. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what to do either. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you thought I had the answers? Uh. <laughs> I will say that because of how thin the tunnel is and how many people are there right now, it would be difficult terrain for you to be able to get anywhere close to the edge of the water. Um, hmm. Right on. Well, I suppose (laughs) I will just roll, like, an awareness check. Okay. To see if I can, like, like, obviously, like you said, like, something's coming. I can feel it in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to know where it's coming from and what it is. So I'm just listening like my uh, senses are heightened in that way. And I'll roll and we'll see what I get. 
Okay, my senses were not heightened. <laughs> they were actually very low. They're heightened I in a different not way. Expecting any trouble. Oh, so with a six, uh, yes, you are not. You have no idea what's going on. There's a lot of yelling going on right now. Kiddus is yelling. You hear some splashing. You hear Thistle going, "No, don't!" And you have no idea what's going on. It's echoing. It's it's very. A lot of things are assaulting your senses right now. What's going on? <laughs> and I suppose I just like brace myself. <laughs> All right. So you're just gonna kind of hang out and just roll over to AP. Yeah. All right. Hildegard. So I propose a skill to you, right? Or do you have? So you can propose a skill. I'm gonna actually give you two options here. Okay. One, you can propose a skill if you feel like that you would be panicked in this moment, or you can just let whatever is about to happen happen. Hildegard's jumping in. She she feels this pull. She feels safe. She yeah. feels she feels the love that she felt back in that cave. Right, so given given all of that, if I were to roll a skill, it would be empathy to open myself up to this. But if opening <laughs> myself up is just letting whatever happens happen, then then that's that's what's happening. I reactively hit Hildegard right. with a javelin. Go ahead, go ahead and give me that empathy check. No. I want to see what happens. Cave love is bad love. Do not accept. 19. 19 empathy. It's going so well. Hildegard has not felt this level of love since her parents died. Since before her, I don't think there was much love in the moment when her parents died. No, sorry. Yeah, since before. My apologies. Yes, so she was a massive lore dump. Yeah, yeah, she has not felt. She has not felt this much love since before her parents died. Okay. Yeah. It it genuinely feels the safest that Hildegard has felt since the attack on her village it's before the attack on her village (laughs) so yes that is uh so hildegard is is welcoming this right yes wholeheartedly thistle oh gosh um what wait did hildegard like use all your movement to just swim further down uh it's like falling in like is is going in right now but hildegard's not... not fully in the water yet okay can i roll intuiting to see if I can figure out um, what, if anything, maybe motivated this or influenced this decision? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Natural 18 for a total of 22. Try to think of how much I want to give away here. (laughs) Just read from Hildegard's backstory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can we we spark notes this? (laughs) I don't know what's going Cave, on. As a player, death, I have no idea kill. what's happening. Yeah, yeah Nathan Making, has no idea what is happening right now. It's an acrostic um, poem off the word cave. <laughs> so Thistle has heard many stories. They have had many, many encounters with adventurers who have told stories of entities that have created a draw a desire to do things that maybe they would not have done before. Typically, these are fairly powerful entities, even some that belong to conclaves. And that is where we're going to leave that. A powerful entity has created this desire. Just for listeners, conclaves being like the groups of Archfey that are basically gods. Uh, yes. Okay. Like an Archfey conclave. Yeah. Perfect. Fairy shenanigans. 
Can I use some AP, I think just one, to climb a little bit down the hole and try to start, or however, like anchor myself with my, my climbing speed and try to reach out and start to reach for a Hildegard and see if I can try to grab her and start pulling her out. I'm gonna say that this is gonna be a contested, uh, I, I want both of you to roll for this because Hildegard does not want to be. So I am going to say that for this, we are going to have both of you roll a... Fortuity? <laughs> uh, Treat her like a grapple or something. So I'm going to have Thistle roll a, a grapple check. Okay. For Hildegard in this moment. We're going to have Hildegard roll this first. So... I am actually going to let you use Fortuity right now. Wait, I was I was kidding. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it, but... This is something that you really want, and so this is determining if you're lucky enough to get it. Okay, 24. So I need Thistle to roll to grapple. Is that a strength roll? Uh, I believe so, yes. Excellent, good. Minus two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually remember. Can it be strength or dexterity, or is it... I think I think it could be dexterity. Let me just verify real quick. That is going to be, yes, yeah, strength or dex. Targeting reflex or fortitude. Even better. I would like to roll that for dex. So what I'm going to say is that every two over that that fortuity roll is over what you roll for your dexterity, that's going to add a plus one to Hildegard's defense score that you're targeting. So are you targeting reflex or fortitude? Um... Oh, wait, if you're using dex, then I think you're targeting fortitude. Nope, you can choose reflex or fortitude. On a scale of 1 to 12, how good is your reflex versus your fortitude? <laughs> <laughs> or 10 to 12? <laughs> We're not answering that question. <laughs> um, gosh, I, I will, I'll just say fortitude. Fortitude, okay. Yeah. That would have been a fantastic time to roll a natural 20. Unfortunately, <laughs> I got a total of 8. Hildegard's fortitude is 12. Um, so that wouldn't have hit anyway. So the grapple, as you reach out to grab, Hildegard's arms happen to move in to her chest as she dives in, right as you try to grab her arm, and you just miss completely. Dang. All right, well, I'm on the cave wall. Friend. Uh, so Friend wholeheartedly believes that something grabbed Hildegard, and is pulling her in. Hmm. Friend is just going to step up, and then with the remaining AP, Friend is going to throw a spear down <laughs> into the water to try and hit what is whatever is grabbing Hildegard. So it's just thrown 20 feet. Maybe yeah. it just starts floating after that. Yeah, I mean, give me an attack roll. Okay, let's go ahead with my... 11 to okay. do whatever. Yeah, you, you throw the spear, it goes straight into the water, and then you see as it goes down a little bit, it just like slows down and stops and then floats back up to the top of the water or starts its dis starts its ascent back to the top of the water. Okay. Did it, now, with that, would I be able to discern whether or not it hit the bottom of something or if it just lost momentum and floated back up? Lost I, momentum I, and floated back up. Okay. Um, okay, that's all I got. I'm trying to fight whatever's in the water. <laughs> all right. Is there a reflection as I peek down into it? Uh, you see a reflection. 
Okay, so I would say, look out! And then, um, <laughs> throw the spear into the water, trying to get the me in the water to dodge. Get out of the way. <gasps> Help Hildegard if you can! Perfect. And that's my turn. Lucian. Uh, uh, so, for Lucian's skill, uh, we're gonna use persuading. As Lucian, okay. as Lucian calls out, Hildegard, you promised no solo spelunking. Please stop. <laughs> and that's going to be a 22. Mm. And it's great, but she's mid-jump. Uh-huh. <laughs> she can't abandon right now. Right. And then I follow up you saying... You can't change your direction mid-jump. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the physics of this world? Right. Um, <laughs> as I, with, and with the rest of my, my turn, I'll continue following up and saying, Hildegard, please, just... Get out of the water. We can talk about this. And I'd like to use my grace stanza to attempt to uh, coerce and charm Hildegard into coming back to their senses. Uh, all right. Go ahead. And uh, what is that magic? Or what is that? Your uh, charisma versus? Versus will. Will. Nice. <sighs> all right. Uh, fortuity check from Hildegard, please. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what happens in this meets what it doesn't are the meet odds? danger. What is the difficulty check? This is the strongest cave. <laughs> right, I mean, my my will is much lower. It's just I mid-jump yeah. and, yeah, I've been magic. I, I think I've been magically charmed. I don't know. Yeah, so, so charmed just again means that the target is... Considers me an acquaintance, at least. Yeah, which you're already... I would say friendly. You're already friends. Wait a second. So, I mean, yeah, she's <laughs> charmed. Charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm actually going to roll something real quick. So I need to check something myself. That's going to be... When Kyle said, That's you're right. already friends, I'm imagining the Spider-Man meme with three friends pointing <laughs> at each other. <laughs> so this thing is going to... Sounds so bad. Uh, this is a roll using Hildegard's Fortuity step. Love that. <laughs> Suck it, monster. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Hildegard's still mid-dive. <laughs> so, like, she is still genuinely mid-dive into the water. Uh, so you have charmed Hildegard successfully. Well, to, be, to be clear, Lucian doesn't think he can change physics and force <laughs> Hildegard to come out immediately, but just wants to stop whatever it is they're doing and snap them back to their senses. Realization dawns on her yeah. face as she's going under. Yep. <laughs> uh, Alright, anything else? No. No, I stay okay. right there. Alright, so... Can we just for a second... Uh, Lucian rolled a 22 uh, persuasion and then another yep. 22 for trying to charm and then Nathan rolled a 22. <laughs> <laughs> like, what just happened? Something, something, angel numbers. <laughs> Not that long ago, this will roll to 22 as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something Lots about this case. All right. So we are, um, that brings us back around to initiative 20. Great. Oh, no. Hildegard disappears under the water. Oh, we all wake up from uh, a dream, I thought you said, at initiative 20. <laughs> it was all just a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. We all ate the mushrooms <laughs> in the first room. Right. <gasps> oh, no. Hildegard, you go down through the water. You feel a warm sensation washing over your body. Even though you're in this water, you are not 
wet at all as you begin sinking down, realizing maybe I shouldn't have jumped in here. (laughs) Should have listened to Lucian. Everyone should. As you go, you feel the water break around your feet as you are lowered down onto cave floor. And you look around and see more of these strange colored mushrooms as you're in a cave. And you begin to realize this is the exact cave that you were in all those years ago. Great. But oh it's, boy, okay. It's changed. It's a little different now. All right. Um, two questions. First is, I think, most pressing. I'm fully in, like, air again now, right? Like, I'm yes, not... Yes, yes. You so are I out of breath. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second question is, you say it's changed. How noticeably has it... Like, what, what stands out to me as being different? As you begin to kind of walk forward, you see that now there are a very large multitude of floating blue lights over exactly where you slept that first night that you were in this cave. That's lovely. Um, They are beautiful. They are. They remind me of the lights that the friend created to to guide the way. They're, uh, They're friendly lights, as it were just notice the giant X that the other players are doing over this page. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh, Hildegard will make her way to the lights. Okay. Uh, as you move closer to them, they begin to move towards you and swarm around you. They're not hurting you at all. They are just brushing against you. Uh, they appear to be comforting. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I'll just let them. It's one of those, like, DreamWorks character growth montages as they're like flicking over her body and I guess Hildegard will just walk through the cave looking for other anomalies or other similarities just feeling feeling like you've you're at home after you've been away for a while right like the maybe the couch is in a different place like that kind of sensation but it's still home so I mean I can see in the dark right now but illumination I'm seeing torches I'm seeing mushrooms those are all yes accurate Okay. Yes, there are torches that are lining the way, appearing to almost be guiding you where you need to go. Uh, the creatures are bioluminescent as well as the mushrooms are bioluminescent in corners where maybe there's not torches. So, Great. Okay, so yeah, super surreal lighting. And aside from the, like, wispy blue lights, the torches and mushrooms were there the first time. It's mainly the blue lights that's different. The torches were not there the first time. Oh, okay. I apologize. Yes, the okay. torches were not there the first time. Uh, you had ended up lighting torches at some point, but these torches are, they appear intentionally placed here by someone or something. Okay, well, yeah, I will keep following. Looks like I just got to the end of the blue lights. You see that right over here was where you had made kind of a camp for a little mm. short period of time. And then this section over here, you walk around the corner to see a pile of bones mm-hmm. and a very bright pulsating reddish yellow light that appears to be moving in and out of like in and out of reality uh, it's becoming corporeal and incorporeal over and over again as it begins to pulse and as you round the corner it begins to hold more steady and you feel that feeling of love and affection again. It's beautiful. Lucian's warning forgotten. I will approach the light. 
<laughs> As you walk forward, you begin to hear in your head, Hello there, chipmunk. Mother? I apologize for taking you from your friends, but I needed to speak with you. Who, who exactly are you? My name at this time does not matter. What is important is my message to you. All, All right. the answers will come in time. I promise. All right. I need you to remember you have gone through so many hard times. You have had so much happen to you. I just need to, you to know that sometimes you just have to trust your gut. Do not question. Trust yourself. There's a reason I gave you these abilities. Use them. Help others. And trust in yourself. Very well. I, uh... Certainly want to help others. Sometimes I have a hard time trusting myself, but I suppose I have a hard time trusting anyone else too, so I'll uh, I'll do what I can. I chose you. Well, thank you. I chose you because of what I saw inside of you. Remember my lesson. Trust my gut. The light begins to grow and grow, filling the entire chamber, blinding you as you resurface. The map is called the Harlow Hole. I I called it the Harlow hole after you all said it Um, but but yes uh, you resurface inside of this pit again you know you're snapped out of it you're not appearing to be under any kind of trance this time you are completely drenched uh, and you resurface to your friends standing around you helping pull you out of the hole Oh, oh I, I'm so sorry, Lucian. I'm, I, you were right. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, but I think it turned out all right. It was just uh, the person from my past, so it's all good. What in the feathers just happened? I'm gonna hit her in the head with a stick. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Did you get pulled in? Uh, kinda. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I jumped, and then when I landed, I'm gonna hit on the her ground, again as soon as she said I jumped. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thistle, Friend, Hildegard, and Kiris. Uh, any one of you give me an awareness check. Just one? Uh, a- anyone can. Um, okay. it, you all can if you want. Um, could I perceive? Uh, sure. It's a 22. We're just going with the 22s today. Hey, 22. Ooh. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> I would also like to perceive, which would be an extra one on top of that, so 15. Okay. Eight. As you're standing there and you're smacking Hildegard <laughs> in the head, you look over and you see the dragon folk uh, pop up out of the water. <gasps> Is this the person? Is this the person from the cave? What? No. I, this Get him. Is the person we were. Um... <laughs> we never got your name, uh, good sir. No, we're not gonna just go to formalities. Get out of the water. <laughs> proverbial tail between her legs, Hildegard will get out of the water. He starts scrambling and then no, no, literally starts you. running for the exit. <laughs> Would I have a chance oh, to like grapple going? him before he ran? Uh, I <laughs> will say with the again. stick because yeah. I would not let him just go. I would say, oh, sure, goes. you can go ahead and give me a grapple real quick. <laughs> um, so strength or dex versus his reflex or fortitude you choose. I mean, it's an 18. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> As you grab him, he's like, I have, to, I have to get away from here. Don't let it take me again. Hildegard. <laughs> yes? What took him? I don't know. Did you take him? No. 
What, you think I could take him? <laughs> and just... she's like 90 pounds dripping wet, so like elbows and knees just like huddled up in one corner, looking up at you with glowing golden eyes. What just happened? Well, it's it's like I said, I, uh, I didn't see him in the cave underneath the water, but I... The cave underneath the water. Yes, it was quite nice. It was beautiful. There were uh, all kinds nice. of... Nice! Again with that word! Lucian, I'm I'm really sorry that I jumped. I should have waited until we could all go together. I, I know that now. But what would you call it if you were in a warm cave with um, pleasant aromas and glowing mushrooms and uh, blue lights that flit about and uh, touch you and they don't feel like electrical? They just feel kind of soothing and it's just a nice place. And uh, then you get uh, to the end of the the cave, and there's this bright, beautiful light. And uh, um, the cave tells you that it chose you, and that that you're very special to it. Nice is just the right word. Makes me feel warm and fuzzy. You watch as Lucian reaches down to his journal slash songbook, and he like cracks <laughs> it open. <laughs> Hildegard, I'm not angry with you. I am. But I am disappointed. And he's going to put a frowny face next to where he previously put a star. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> These are the consequences. Hildegard <laughs> takes the psychic damage. <laughs> that actually does sound quite nice, but please don't ever do that again. That was so scary. I'm uh, very sorry. This Why does it sound nice when a cave, a cave is telling you things? Well, it had a very soothing voice. Bright colors, but not painfully bright, just like soft, warm, inviting. Yeah. I'm very sorry, everyone. I should have waited for us to all go together. There are very, very powerful and very dangerous, potentially dangerous energies in this space, and I think, maybe, it might be better if Hildegard traveled in the middle of the pack? She seems to be a bit more sensitive to those kinds of energies. I mean, I think she was in the middle of the pack, and then she just ran into... Well, well, I, we did I, kind of branch off. That's true. And I'm sorry for my part in that. I don't know about dangerous. Maybe it's dangerous and maybe it's powerful, but that doesn't mean it's not... <laughs> sorry for that word again. That doesn't mean it's not nice. I should let you meet my father. Kiddus, this whole time, uh, this guy has been fighting against you. He is <laughs> he is trying to leave as yep. though his life depends on it. Yeah, we're, we're not. Would you go. classify the entity as nice, friend? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> nice doesn't always necessarily mean good, though. Yeah, no, not, not yeah, you, friend. I'm, I'm not That's sure. I didn't, yeah, what entity? <laughs> I died 500 times. Just let me leave. Oh so my. we have nice <laughs> warm cave that says we're chosen, and huh? we have died 500 times in a row. Buddy, pal, if you don't stop squirming, Garrett's going to kill you half 500 and first time. So please, <laughs> stop. I'm half tempted to jump in this hole myself. <laughs> no one else is jumping into the hole. Harlow, you have so many good years before you. Harlow's like, my back hurts. Just let me end it. <laughs> <laughs> Some, like, water therapy. As Hildegard becomes aware of this dragonfolk uh, struggling, she uh, she's still just kind of sitting next to the pool. She just curls up in fetal position, and uh, her eyes are just wide looking at him. I will let you go, but first explain why did you come down and go into the death hole anyways? I was exploring! 
That's my job. Your job is to just go off into the darkness by yourself. It's to scout ahead. I could see it in the dark. That's why I travel the caves. I have dark vision. No one else does. And we didn't learn anything from above that you shouldn't do these things without talking to somebody. I'm quitting. I'm going to Posh. Okay. <laughs> She's just going to let him go. Friend is pointing in the direction of Posh. <laughs> <laughs> friend has still been pointing this whole time to make sure they're going in the right direction. <laughs> friend always makes sure the sign is pointing in the right direction. <laughs> He's just Sometimes been walking like backwards down. and sideways. <laughs> oh my god. Turning his shirt around as he's going to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, he booked it. He he was as soon as you let him go, he was gone. Kyrus is gonna take her cloak off and put it around Hildegard. Such soaking wet in a cave. <sighs> and she's like, all right, no more going off to voices without discussing first. Yes, uh, same same treatment with voices in me head as, as I give to caves, right? Yes. Did Lucian not that. go over that last time? She's going to look back at Lucian. I didn't know we needed so much fine print in the agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll work on the, the context of... Um, uh, oh, you can be certain it's part of your next lesson. <laughs> <laughs> that that moment when you realize yeah. your teacher's mad at you and is going to very likely discipline you during the next class and you're yep. just like Damn. subtext i'll, I'll work yep. on it subtext yeah are you okay hildegard yeah okay brick comes walking up brick you're supposed <laughs> oh. to keep an eye I da- uh, friend walks up and daps brick up i already got a handshake <laughs> uh, it would happen to Thanius. He died 500 times! Oh. We went there for it. <laughs> That's a lot of deaths. It's I average. think we should head back to the palace. There was another cave we haven't explored yet. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah, I explored it while you guys were busy. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a dead end the other direction from the water. <laughs> uh, Brick goes over. Do you need me to carry her? Oh, no. He's okay. like Hildegard, like fetal position. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, do, do you want to be carried out or? No, I, uh, I can walk. You can carry me. Okay. She briefly, uh, telepathic anchors to be sure it's safe up, uh, above. Her face is just kind of haunted now, trying to reconcile her experience with that of the Dragonfolk. Uh, your telepathic anchor is visual and audio? Or... Just audio for now. Okay. Um, you can hear Thanius yelling as he runs down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brick starts leading the way to head back out. I'll uh, make this a little easier. I kind of feel like we should have pushed Brick in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. Nobody would know different. <laughs> fast travel. Yeah, fast travel. Should we, like, warn people that that's there? <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, Hildegard, go ahead and give me an awareness check. Mm-hmm. 16. Uh, the sensation that you felt before is gone. The presence the... that you felt in this cave is gone. Okay, okay. Uh, Lucian calls back to Harlow. Oh, yeah, that's a marvelous idea. Here, one second, I'll be right back. And he runs back over to the cave entrance. I'll, I'll leave a, I'll leave a note for folks. And he quickly scribbles something down into his, uh, his songbook slash journal. And he just like puts it under a rock next to where the cave is. So somebody hopefully sees it, uh, and scrawled on it. It just says Harlow's hole. 
<laughs> My work here is done. But you didn't do anything. <laughs> and I'm exhausted. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you guys can head back to Yiddisk. Uh, we are going to just roll some real quick. That doesn't seem good for us. I don't. <laughs> I feel like that Maybe. means it's great for us, right? Because he bought There's no so. in between. It's really not. Audience thought it was a one. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. a natural one that I rolled on my uh, random encounter list. Um, oh. So. <laughs> Which means nothing happens, right? It means uh, our dragon folk friend is eaten. Yeah. <laughs> if I look at that list and one's bad and 20's bad, I'm going to feel robbed. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little insight into my random encounter list. A nat 20 means that nothing happens and you do not have to roll again on the random encounter list for the rest of the travel. A natural (laughs) one, though. You roll 20 times. (laughs) That's a nine. Nine dragons. You knew maybe the cave wasn't so bad. Everybody back into the cave. I feel like you're going to want to go. Everyone into the water. (laughs) You can call me my friend in the cave's cave. No. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be the safer bet. There's so um, many layers. <laughs> We're living in an onion. We're gonna say right. I'm gonna have a group fortuity check on this one. Great. Because you guys are, you guys probably do not want to have an encounter right now. So uh, you did have someone run ahead of you and is probably not paying attention to his surroundings. So uh, we're gonna be doing a group fortuity check. Luck if we don't have it. Uh, yes, just luck if you don't have it. Oh, didn't roll great. Sick. 18. Hmm. 9. 23. Six. Uh, 11. Yeah, that, uh... That, that whole range. 6 all the way up uh, to 23. Yeah, so we've got a 4. Oh, a 4. 18, 11, 6, 23, and 9. Oof. Which means we passed, right? <laughs> that gives you a total <laughs> that gives you a total rounded up of 12 mm, that's an average okay. you rolled a 9 on your d10 which means we're going to fight a 9 year old and that's going to be it <laughs> uh, it's yes nine, but a 9 year old what? it's 9 on Zeus <laughs> <Nine> on- <laughs> uh, alright so you guys will actually fight Brick yeah no not brother Brick <laughs> Oof. His luck check was an eight. Yours was a twelve. So he as you start running by, unfortunately, you guys come across that Thaneus is in the trees being, for lack of a better word, eaten. By a giant eagle? By by a giant eagle. Um I thought that was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not quite a joke. Um, uh, so dire eagle um, uh, is what it would be necessarily called. No, you see him being eaten by a very interesting creature. You see that this is a very large, what looks like the head and feet of a rooster, but the body of uh not i say large not large actually by any means about standard size 
uh, just a, a larger, larger rooster, not like a giant rooster, just a, a larger rooster. But the body of what appears to be like a draconic almost uh, type body. So head and feet of a rooster, body of a like a, a wyvern. And this thing is just pulling the dragon folk apart. Okay, but to clarify, like like just a smidge bigger than a regular rooster? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Like a smidge, a smidge bigger than a regular rooster. Uh, anyone can give me like a nature or animal handling type check to determine what this is. I feel like it would make good eating. I will try. Ooh. Yeah, just straight intelligence, but let's see. 19. Ooh. Thistle got 19 for a nature. <laughs> three 19s. That's three 19? 19s in a row. <laughs> Thistle, Fred, wow. and Hildegard all got 19s after modifiers. <laughs> Um, awesome. I'm going to say with all three of you together, you piece together the following bit of information. This thing is known as a cockatrice. I knew it. Sorry. They may be small. Uh, that whole phrase of like small but mighty. This thing's small but mighty. It is very strong, very fast, can fly, and has a very... Uh, has an attack very similar to the Anzu with like a breath weapon type ability. We are going to say that it is roughly a difficult encounter in terms of monster level for your current levels. Oh, that's what she said about the Anzu. Yay. <laughs> that's what she said about well, well, this campaign was really fun, you guys. <laughs> uh, this thing is distracted, though. So I will say that... Um, Unless anyone is yelling right Thistle now, no yelling. <laughs> uh, then you're able to pretty much make it through without it being able to tell. It has a it has a good meal right now, but it's eating our friend. It's eating the dragon folk. He is deceased. He is he is no longer a friend. He is not. He is, <laughs> he, is uh, he is food. He's not friend. He's food. Yeah, <laughs> he's not friend. He is food. Watching Tanner contemplate. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Five hundred first time. We're was. not gonna try to help him. He's past our yeah, saving. So he has had five hundred and one deaths. I don't think he's coming back from this one. <laughs> oh my god! So as you begin, one, this is why you don't run ahead. Friends seen death, but never dismemberment on this level. I don't oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. He's he's never seen. Uh, uh, I mean, living in the forest, you've seen animals eating other animals. You've never seen an animal eating a person. <laughs> so Circle of life starts playing in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, friend is uh, once more going to grab on to Hildegard and <laughs> obviously getting the vibe of the team of, hey, we need to go, is going to send Petrie off and just look through the eyes of Petrie anywhere but here. <laughs> oh, as you are like looking around, you see that there are about six more cockatrice in the distance heading towards that one. Like they're making a beeline straight for that one. Mm. Okay. Uh, and you are, you guys are getting out of there just in time. Protect the eggs, protect the eggs, protect the eggs. <laughs> go, 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 shuffle, shuffle, quiet. But you guys make it back to Yidisk with no issues. I think that's an issue. I, I think someone brought some issues with them. Yeah. <laughs> Friend has got has received a lot of issues now. Um, yeah, <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, also, damage. Kyle, can you remind me uh, who whose climbing gloves were those that that Lucian now has? Uh, you don't know anyone in particular. Okay, okay. 
they they pulled them out from the bottom and kind yeah. of set them down. Uh, but they didn't belong to necessarily anyone in particular. They were his. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, in my head canon, they were his. Yeah. So. They're yours now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically. I'll pay my uh, respects. I'll think about them every time I use them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys make it back to Yiddisk. Brick uh, gets you back uh, there with really no issues, helps navigate around any other potential dangers. Uh, you guys get there, and Brick tells you that for dinner tonight, uh, to come back to the castle, to, uh, you know, come have your meal, but until then, feel free to wander around, go, you know, sleep, whatever it is that you want to do, basically, but you are now in the safety of Yiddisk. Oh, Lucian, am I, am I grounded? Hildegard, you are, you are not grounded. Um, I just, again, I can't stress this enough. I'm not angry with you. I was scared. I was scared something was going to happen to you, and I don't want you to get hurt. But no, you're not grounded. So while we're in the town, I'm just going to go explore. As long as none of you have any problems with that, I do want to keep the team together if uh, you feel that that's better. Where were you thinking of exploring? There are a couple things I wanted to check out in town as well. Oh, nowhere in particular. I'll uh, follow your lead. Okay. Is anyone going into the castle? I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what, t- what time is it again? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm it's, very hurt. <laughs> it's, it's only like maybe, we'll say like 2, 3 p.m. Uh, it's not even dinner yet. Uh, dinner will be served in about another three hours or so. But uh, essentially, Brick kind of lets everyone know that if you are wanting to go to bed, like we'll have food for you when you wake up type thing. Uh, you don't have to come to dinner, but you're more than welcome to have dinner with the queen uh, whenever she has dinner. And so, yeah, anyone can just go to bed if they want. Yeah. Uh, or... I'll still go to dinner. I think Kears will just go and take, take a solid nap. Uh, yeah. If friend wants to go explore, Kears will offer to take the third egg. Uh, friend will be going up as well to the rooms. Okay. But you can have the third egg. Okay, so Kears will take all three <laughs> eggs. <laughs> oh, actually, um, could I have mine back real quick? I'm, I'm going to go to the room with you first before going and exploring. I just want to make sure it's safe. Not that I don't trust you, I just want to see it myself. If that's okay. Brick does tell you that, like, you can, uh, if you see Sindel whenever you go in, that she works in the bestiary and can take the eggs to the bestiary. Yeah, Brick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she'll, she'll, hand, she'll hand a random one over to Thistle because she has not been keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, Lu- Lucian's not going to go yours. with uh, specifically Hildegard, but Lucian is very much going to do that, like, awkward dad like mall thing where they go around <laughs> town and I'd like to be like using my evading skill to like stay out of sight but not not trying to be like mad creepy but it's like genuinely concerned about Hildegard's mental state. Okay. Is there a chance I could steal a bottle of booze from one of the kitchens? We'll do this. So Kittis and Friend are going inside. What's Harlow doing? Yeah I mean I do think Harlow's gonna probably go to bed. I mean he's pretty Har- beat up Harlow too. do you want to go steal some booze from the kitchens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and then Thistle and Hildegard are going out on the town with Lucian watching from afar, basically. Yes. Before we go out, um, Thistle 
I do want to go into our room real quick and take all my stuff out of the trunk at the foot of my bed and take all the sheets off my bed and stuff them all into the trunk in a nest-like formation and then very gently place the egg in there. Okay. And like tuck it in with a little blanket and then just shove all my stuff underneath the bed. Okay. I don't need sheets. All right, so Harlow's going to bed. Well, I think I'm looking for alcohol first and then bed. Okay, so <laughs> you want you want to get alcohol first. Okay, can do. Uh, Thistle, Thistle's able to go up and do that pretty quickly and then come back down and meet with Hildegard before you guys head out on the town. Again, Lucian kind of staying back far away. Go ahead and give me an evading roll real quick. Yo, can I hit you with this? I, I pack two disguises <laughs> as well. Can I change my clothes and put on a disguise and then give you give you a savoir-faire roll as well to blend in? So you don't want to do evading? You want to do the savoir-faire to bl- blend in or you're trying to do both? Well, I mean... On uh, review of my character sheet, I realize one is higher than the other. <laughs> I, I will say that if you're putting on a disguise, your yeah. evading difficulty check will go lower. Um, so if you're yeah. if you're combining it with a disguise yeah. kit, it will just yeah. lower the difficulty rating. Well, that sounds splendid. Let's do that then. Okay. That evading will be a 19. Another 19. Yep. Wow. <laughs> There were four 22s, now there's four 19s. I will say just real quick, Hildegard and uh, Thistle, just give me a straight awareness. Not perceiving? No, just straight awareness. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, you guys are, both of you are just chatting back and forth, like exploring around. You're talking about, like, everything that you just went through with the Anzu, and you're processing that together and all that. And you have zero idea now that Lucian's wearing, like, uh, like, what kind of disguise is Lucian wearing? Is it like commoners type clothes or? Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't think I have access to cabbages, but I want to be selling cabbages on the street, pushing a cart. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, probably not that, but yes, um, <laughs> as you're just kind of like walking down the street, just, you know, in disguise mm-hmm. and just staying close enough to these two that you can keep an eye on them for sure. Look at some shops, do some window perusing, walk back and forth, haggle appropriately, but not actually being part of the conversation. So the shopkeep is probably very frustrated with me as I'm actually watching these two. Perfect. Um, and then real quick, what is friend doing? I know you said friend was going upstairs. Yep. Friend is just sad. So friend is going upstairs and just sitting um, between all of the beds. Petrie is on top of Thistle's egg uh, that they tucked in, <laughs> just too attached to the eggs. But friend is friend is very um, sad that there was nothing that we did or could do for um, our friend. Poor Thanius. Uh, just so everyone knows, the plan was not for Thanius to die. <laughs> it was just a lot of very bad rolls behind the screen that resulted in very poor decisions on his part. Like running ahead <laughs> in the cave was not planned. It was just very bad rolls. Um, okay, so friend is upstairs. Um, so we are going to actually go here to the interior where Kittis and Harlow kind of go in. Uh, and as you guys walk around uh, by the dining room, you see that Queen Oltano is leaning up against the fireplace here with her head on her forearm and appears to be in very deep emotional thought. Should we should we say something? Harlow shrugs. Harlow, have an opinion. I've found that with monarchs, they can be quite moody. Kyrus <laughs> is just going to walk up and be like... Excuse me. Everything okay? You see she looks up and 
face immediately puts on that, like, smile. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, yes, Kittis. Um, I heard what you did for my people. I, you have my deepest thanks. I know not everyone made it out of there, but that's unfortunately some of the dangers that we face in these difficult times that, um, not everyone's going to make it home. And it is so hard to forget pain, but it's even harder to remember sweetness. We have no scar to show for happiness. We learn so little from peace, but I'm... This is a very difficult time. I apologize. Um, let me let me regain my composure here. Um, Yo, let it out. It's just us and Harlow. <laughs> anything that you need um, or would want here in the castle is yours. Um, it's the least I can do for you assisting us in every way that you can. Uh, we have food, we have drink, we have, you know, showers, we have all of that. If you need to, whatever it is that you need, that is mine to give, it is yours. And you see that she gives that little kind of queenly bow. And if you have no other need for me, I shall excuse myself. Uh, I have some business to attend to for the completion of the escape tunnels. So, if you need anything, though, do not hesitate to ask. There's a spooky uh, pit of water in there. Just letting you know, put a sign. Brick did tell me that there was um, some concerning uh, developments that occurred in the cave. Uh, We are going to request some of the mages from Posh come and do a thorough check. Uh, They are on their way here as we speak. They will be doing a thorough check of the tunnels to ensure its safety. Uh, maybe do some reinforcements, some warding, uh, things of that nature. To do you not help have your own? Us. You're relying quite a bit on Posh at this moment, aren't you? Uh, a lot of our mages are defending the line currently. They're at the border. Rashalani has their own mages, and so we needed to send some of ours in order to uh, provide the defense needed. And oh, so it's progressed that much already. I thought they were just. We have them there just as a precaution. Hmm. As of right now, there has been no movement on the border besides the scouts that we have captured, but uh, there has been no official movement on the border. We are just simply being prepared. We do not want to be caught unawares. Understood. Do you have someone to talk to? You seem troubled. I am fulfilling my duties at this time. That does not mean you can not have somebody to talk to. Yeah, it's pretty late. <laughs> I mean, we're going to go get some drinks. You're welcome to join us. <laughs> it might be worth it, Queen. I would love to. I would. You know, you said anything we wanted. Yeah, I want this. Just one. Is this coming as a request from the emissaries? Damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiddus, you being a barrister and... Um, kind of being an emissary you know that this is her way of justifying this because mm-hmm. she doesn't know any other way of saying no she wants it right but by her asking this question this is her giving herself permission she just got gestures to harlow after he says damn straight <laughs> she will bow her head uh say if we shall meet back here in the next 30 minutes so that i may put on something a little less imposing Kira just looks down at her blood-colored clothing and looks at Harlow, who's also covered in blood. Blood burned. Probably (laughs) cleaned up. Yeah, good call. Uh, So she reports to meet back in the uh, 
the main entryway here in about 30 minutes uh, and you head upstairs. Kiddus, real quick, as you are, you know, cleaning yourself up and everything, you feel a very familiar feeling. I have a lot of those. <laughs> a, a very familiar sensation as you hear a voice in your head of your emperor that says, Kiddus, I need you to return home at once. The election is coming and I have need of my champion. And it goes away as you can tell that your emperor had kind of enlisted a like a psychic link to be established so that he could call you back to mm -hmm. Vanith. And Kiedis knows that essentially once the emperor has called her back, it's time to go. Yeah. I will say that do you think Kiedis is going to say anything to anyone? No, I think she'd have her drink and sneak away at night. Uh, yeah, I mean, you go to the, the tavern that you went um, the night before uh, that you met uh, the daughter Ultano. Uh, you have your drink uh, and as everyone um, I'm going to kind of move forward a little bit in time, but uh, after everyone heads to bed for the night Kiddis will grab her belongings and slip away in the night. I remain partially aware of my surroundings while I sleep. <laughs> So yeah, Hildegard actually notices that you slip away. Uh, question though, are you taking your egg? Well, I have two. <laughs> because true, true. Two. Um, are you taking your eggs? No, I would leave one with friend and I would leave one with Hildegard. Whether Hildegard woke up or not, but I would put one with Hildegard with a note. She needs to be more responsible. Here's a way to learn responsibility. It's her job to take care of it until Kyrus gets back. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. And so in the middle of the night, Kittis slinks away, finally becoming the shadow her emperor wanted her to be. Mm -hmm. And that is where we will end this session. I uh, just wanted to remind everyone, make sure you check out the Kickstarter for Veil of the Eternal Night. This amazing module grants you access to some amazing new gothic horror content, traveling the region of Norspina, battling terrifying monsters, and rising against the vampire lord Dracula in this level 1 through 20 uh, in D&D 5th edition and 1 through 30 in Mythcraft. Make sure you back this amazing project for some of the amazing and awesome exclusives as well. Be sure to join us next time, and until then, keep crafting those stories.